0: Welcome to Eclipse, a Heroes podcast, where two old-school Heroes fangirls talk about the show and defend its honor. My name is Rachel.
1: And I'm Keisha.
0: And today we are talking about the fourth episode of season three, I Am Become Death. Keisha, do we have some new news?
1: We actually do. Uh, this came out yesterday, so good timing. Uh, Masioka, Oka, our boy hero, is going to be part of the ensemble cast of a new Brad Pitt movie called bullet train, which if you've heard anything about this in development has an incredible cast list already. And so I'm really excited to get to see what he's going to be doing in it because they, they don't say on the press release, but uh, yeah, it's like Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Brian Tyree, Henry, Zazie beats, Andrew Koji. It's great. Like, Oh, I love, I love like a big cast, like heist or action movie. So I'm very excited. Good for him. That's a big deal. So, yeah um just that though i don't really think there's anything else from anyone else but yeah some
0: heroes news woo-ish kind of i guess adjacent, heroes news you
1: know. network. <laughs> <laughs> no that counts it's a it's an alumna it's yes a, a star of the show getting yes. another gig yeah hopefully he's not in it for like a minute <laughs> yeah right because <laughs> yeah sometimes you'll you'll get that with like those deadline like press announcements but um I guess I'll see it, and I'll let you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. whenever that movie comes out. Mm -hmm. Remember when movies came out? (laughs) It's been 82 years. (laughs) God, I'm so team, just like, hey, everything that was supposed to come out this year, just VOD it. It, This year's done. Like, why are we just moving everything to another year? It sucks. I want to see Wonder Woman 84. I want to see Dune, like god damn and you can just have a special
0: theater re-release when you can people will still go want to see it on the big screen
1: oh my god yes if if, when and if that ever becomes safe again i would fucking love to see the new dune on the big screen Mm -hmm. that's gonna be gorgeous Mm -hmm. dennis Villeneuve is an incredible um director so i'd love to see that but uh in happier news should we get into our episode yes let's get into
0: it so let's start this episode
1: Yes, energy!
0: (laughs) We pick up with Mohinder in the loft lab, and he's all scaly, scabby still, and he's kind of taking notes on his recorder of like, ah, man, side effects, what, what? And while he's taking notes and being sensitive to light, he's hearing an argument unfold from uh, the the loft above them. And so he takes off and goes up there because it sounds like someone's having a domestic dispute. He knocks on the door... And then the guy opens it all like, none of your business. Everything's fine here. Isn't it fine, sweetie? And uh, he also is very racist to Mohinder, by the way.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yep. That's that's definitely worth pointing out. So thank you for pointing that out.
0: (laughs) And so Mohinder then beats the guy's ass. And I'm like, justified.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck does he call him? He
0: calls him like...
1: I don't even know. I didn't write it down. I'm not going to write that yeah, down. Yeah, he so.
0: he calls him, like, completely the wrong thing. Yeah,
1: it was, it was like, I, yeah, I don't even want it. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, he just called him some horrible, like, stand-in, like, Middle Eastern sounding. Yes. Name and
0: awesome. so, so, so yeah. Mohander kicks his ass because he's feeling rather aggressive after this fucking serum injection. And, of course, the woman who you assumed was getting the shit beat out of her <laughs> earlier is like,
1: oh, no, honey, sweetie. Well, you know, not to be punny, but it's a tangled web when you're being abused, so. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's really a with Mohinder.
1: I like how it's like, oh, look, he's he's just going over the edge. I'm like, excuse you, he just kicked that guy's ass and he deserved it. I'm supposed to cheer against that? Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> like, I mean, if, yeah. if it, if it would have been, like, just him opening the door and the guy played it off a little better and wasn't a racist and then Mohinder beat him up, I'd be like, maybe we went a little far? Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> But when he said that, I was like, no, kick his fucking ass.
1: (laughs) God, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, definitely that was like the, you know, wreck him, son, moment. But having lived next door to that for several years, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mohinder was my hero in that moment. (laughs) Yes. God damn. Mm -hmm. Yep. As you well know. Like I
0: said, maybe, but then I was like, no, yeah, kick his fucking ass. All right.
1: Nah, yeah, yeah. Get wrecked, you piece of racist shit. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So now we go to was it California? Where is Doctor Zimmerman? Isn't he in California?
1: I think so. Oh, excuse me.
0: <laughs> it's good. Our subtitle is going to be like a very sleepy episode. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we go back to Doctor Zimmerman's house where Tracy knocked on the door. He thought it was Barbara, and she's all like, "Yo, what's up with this? Why do I have? Why did this Nikki look like me?" So they walk in, and he explains that they were triplets. And when both of their birth parents conveniently died, they became test subjects. And they used a formula on them, and he was giving some ability examples trying to suss out what, like, you know, uh, Tracy actually had. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh my god, well, who's behind this, completely behind it, because he was clearly just, like, the scientist of it all, but not the the funds or the, you know, the full thing behind it. Mm -hmm. And he's all like, I don't remember, it was some kind of company. And he's like, I can't remember because they made us forget so, I mean, uh, oh. who do we know that has something like that?
1: That sounds familiar.
0: And she gets, like, even more agitated. She's like, take it away. I don't want this anymore. And he's like, I can't. And she grabs him and starts to freeze him. But she manages to stop and pull herself back. So she almost kills Dr. Zimmon right there.
1: Well, good for her for actually realizing it and going, oh, no. And pulling yes. back, like, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Learning to control it's a big part, so...
0: Like, we were saying in, like, the first episode, because we saw her in the dream, we're like, oh, is Tracy a villain? I feel like in this episode we're seeing her pull back and, like, try to not do bad things. (laughs) Like, like she was very upset about killing that reporter.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, very upset. Mm -hmm. If she was a villain, she wouldn't give half a damn. But, no, we're seeing she's definitely a woman who didn't ask for this, who's struggling with it. Which is a pretty common narrative on the show, so. Mm -hmm,
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I wanted to mention, I think it's fascinating how uh, Zimmerman was like, oh, well, you know, we, we made you. We did DNA manipulation. Um, that's a thing they're doing right now in the real world. So this show was on it with, with using that as a, uh, as a piece of um, storyline. Because what he's talking about is like an advanced supernatural sci-fi version of uh, CRISPR technology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm they're just doing gene editing yep, yep, yep. and uh it's 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 uh it's scary when you think of it that way <laughs> <laughs> i was like we're not that far away from doing weird shit like that like we're already doing things we shouldn't be doing in that regard maybe someday people can free stuff i don't know <laughs> could happen Uh yeah i was like it's CRISPR. holy shit that's what they're doing that's what the company did <laughs> Uh, did you want to mention the framed photo in uh, Zimmerman's Oh, surprise? I forgot. I, I,
0: I saw it but didn't write it down Yeah, We get to see a photo of, like, Zimmerman, a woman who we don't know, um, what looks to be Nikki slash Tracy, so it's probably Barbara. And probably Barbara. the German? What? Uh, the very dead German who got Elijah in the last episode.
1: Uh, <laughs> that would be the word for it. Um, So we at least know his last name, maybe? Zimmerman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. we'll never learn his first <laughs> nope 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 yeah um I, the, it's still wild all the little like family connections they fit in like the German here and then you know the Gordons of it all mm-hmm.
0: um
1: yeah interesting stuff
0: connections that you wouldn't pick up on like just casually that are like oh mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm.
1: yeah and they very clearly I mean they, they went on that shot for a reason they're like hey look at this like yeah you know, remember that guy remember that guy Rip him.
0: Highly implying that he also may have been a part of this, like, uh, test subject formula thing.
1: Uh, probably. hmm Because, I mean, that's going to be the big thrust of this volume, is is uh, those who were made and those who were born with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Which they mentioned later on, yeah. Yeah,
1: they do. Like, may- maybe maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's literally just CRISPR technology to the nth degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe it's Maybelline. Um, yeah. yeah. So. so, from that to Africa,
0: where we get a, a little small bit of Matt, which is pretty much what we saw in the last episode, where it's like, mm-hmm. you're going to do a walkabout, and he sits down, he eats the hallucinogenic, and his eyes go white. But I think, I don't think there's much extra, except for I think it's implied that he is seeing about, he's seeing what's about to happen. hmm So, yeah.
1: He's just like our narrative device. Like, go into his eyes, and let's see this future. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Which, um, I have to say, I like how they showed this bit again. Um, there's something about the way they shoot it, which to me made it seem pretty goddamn clear that Usutu is, like, fully painting this ability to see onto Matt's mind. Like, just the way he was, like, standing near him and stuff, I was like, I I feel like this is definitely what we talked about last week.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: This is what he's doing. He's, he's allowing him to see. Not much to add there. No, it's just that. (laughs) It's It's just literally, Yeah.
0: It's just a little setup, so you're like, hey, Matt's here, and it's going to explain why we see other things in the future besides just following Peter, who... Keisha, take it away.
1: Oh, boy. Okay. I'm really going to regret asking for all this later. So, we are taken into the pocket bad future. Future Peter says it's bad, but is it? I don't know. Let's find out. We are popped into New York City, because it's basically the apex of the... Or, you know, the whole fucking center of the show. Um, We see the cracked earth painting once more. It's like a giant mural. Present Peter is like, this seems pretty normal. Like, I don't know, this seems like the New York I came from. And future Peter's like, mm, it's really not, though. And as uh, present day Peter looks over, he realizes, oh, wow, people fully just have powers and they're using them in public. And a lot of people want to fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. There's like a speedster or two, but everybody wanted to fly, which is hilarious because that's, that's usually what people say, right? Like if you had a superpower, what would you want to do? And usually people say fly. So they just, they went with that. Yep. <laughs> um, so you see like business people talking and then they're like, all right, Bob, we'll see you later. And then, you know, one flies away and uh, future Peter's like, so there's an injection that people can get. So powers for sale, if you can afford it and for grabs, if you're desperate enough. Right. Present-day Peter's like, well, you know, that's kind of weird, but I don't know. That doesn't seem too bad. And future Peter's like, no, people can't be trusted because they're weak and they're jealous and they're violent. And then I looked pointedly at the real world for no real related reason. (laughs) And then um, (laughs) just looks out at window that isn't there. (laughs) Because Peter's like, no, there's, there's, there's always good people. Always. And future Peter's like, God, I used to be so fucking naive, huh? He's like, no, abilities are the new weapon of choice. So, you know, they're arguing about this whole, you know, the dark versus the light thing. And Future Peter is walking with him. He's like, okay, it's not safe out in the open. I just need you to see this Uh, because they think I'm an extremist, that I'm a villain. And uh, he's like, here's what's up. Someone from your time is putting together a formula that gives people abilities and you got to stop him, Pete. And so Future Peter's like, so what you need to do is you need to find Siler you know, to save the world, because that's a normal sentence. And <laughs> <laughs> Peter's like, Siler? He's like, that guy? He's like, the what? And future Peter's like, yeah, with his ability, maybe you won't make the same mistakes. And Pete is so great, because he's like, uh, no to that. I want to see Nathan, or Claire, or Suresh, or literally anyone else. <laughs> and um, And I'm sure they're all doing fine in this world. I'm sure those three in particular are just PG. Um, and then future Peter says the thing, he says, not all of us were born with abilities. Some of us were made, a line was drawn, sides were chosen, and it tore us all apart. And at at this, we see bad girl Claire stroll up and she's got a gun and she kind of knows how to use it. And she shoots and kills future Peter, which I feel like still to this day, I feel like is the equivalent of a sucker punch (laughs) because like she got the drop on him, Mm -hmm. um, tries to do the same to present day Peter. But he runs, and he, you know, he he books it, and the Haitian's there, and it's like, oh no, what will Peter do? He can't use any of his powers. Oh, he'll just bash the Haitian in the face with a fucking uh, trash can lid. So you don't <laughs> need a power to do that, bud. It's it is like the most extra thing. It's like um, how when we were watching uh, Powerless, and Peter did like the curb stomp on the guard. It's like, goddamn, Pete. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Cause he takes a running jump and a leap like Captain America and just bam right in the face and he gets away. And uh, Heroes. Mm-hmm. I watched it like three times. And I was like, "What did you do?" Yeah. Um. So when we come back, we see dead future Peter and he's on a slab. And Bad Girl Claire is there with Daphne, um, who has a different hairstyle because it's the future. And Knox, what? Stroll in. And uh, she's like, "Okay, so this one's dead, but there's another one." Uh, you know, killing Petrelli, it's obviously easier said than done, as they've learned. And so Dark Claire is like, we need to use Molly, because we can use Molly to figure out where this other Peter is. Daphne is not crazy about the idea. You can tell that that's not going to go over great at home. Uh, what? At home? What <laughs> would Daphne have to do with Molly? This is wild. And so Dark Claire is like, they got to find every Peter and kill them, clearly. Every Peter in the world, they all got to go, so... Every goddamn time traveling Peter Padrelli. Um, so it's like a, a neat little moment for us to kind of see the the them of the team. So we've got bad girl Claire, we've got Daphne, and we've got Knox working together.
0: It's an interesting group to have together, isn't it?
1: It sure the fuck is.
0: And while we, we see that Claire is certainly a darker Claire, why would she be working with someone who is a level five villain
1: a villain claire yeah <laughs> but
0: that being said on the show so far we've only seen Knox kill one person and that yep. was another villain yep so you know
1: so so it leaves you kind of open to be like huh maybe that could be a future for him mm-hmm. like yeah i mean fuck they recruited siler into the company and he's murdered literally dozens of people i i could find them all for you like there's a lot of people um so, yeah, why couldn't Knox like, be part of whatever this group is? Yeah. What is this group? They've all got pins. Did you notice that? They've all got all got pins on. Yeah, it's interesting. Kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. They have, like, a weird little design on them. You can see it sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I probably won't mean anything. Like
0: no, I totally no, I totally don't have that pin. No.
1: No, I totally don't have that pin right in front of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my desk.
0: That, mine's on, like, a pin board, so.
1: So, yeah, um... That's what's going on there. And we pop back over to present day, because that's what we do in this episode. This isn't like five years gone. We're not just gonna be in the future the whole time. We're gonna go back and forth a lot. So like strap in. Uh present day, Hero and Ando. They're in a level two cell. And yeah, I know, Kitty, level two. And um Hero's <laughs> very like got to be in his bonnet. He's like, I have to save the world. The future depends on it. I'm the only one who can do it. And Hero's like, haha, there's a vent in here. I can get out this way. Like, Ando, come give me a boost. And Ando's like, no, no, I'm not speaking to you. Mm. <laughs> and so, I love it. He's so sassy. He's like, you're so powerful. Help yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hero's like, what the hell, bud? Why Why are we doing this? And Ando's like, because I think you're still upset the future me murders you. And they do on this whole thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Because how could you? And Ando's like, well, I could never. But I'm, damn, I'm starting to understand why I might could. <laughs> you're really <laughs> pissing me off. So they have a little snit, and it's just, yeah, it's just kind of a continuation of what they've been doing this season so far. So, mm-hmm. But in a uh, level two cell, so in company custody, which is like a new thing for Hero, so. Yeah. And Ando.
0: They gotta work out their issues.
1: I mean, really. <laughs>
0: so they gotta stick them together, guys. Come on, get on the same page. Yep. Yep.
1: Not gonna save nothing, otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. But, uh, what very important senatorial task is Nathan up to? <laughs>
0: so uh nathan's got to pick out a new desk Uh,
1: (laughs) and i mean i joke but that's literally um that's one of the things they have to do Mm -hmm. and nathan's kind of like isn't
0: this tracy's job because again tracy's just m.i.a and he's like where the fuck's tracy
1: (laughs) she's supposed to be his chief of staff and she just 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 fucked right off
0: (laughs) so another staff member comes in and is like giving him some desk options and linderman's like linderman's there Course, and he's like, Take the Dulles desk, it sends a message. And I have no idea who Dulles is. Do you have you looked that up? Yeah,
1: I was gonna look actually. I was gonna look, I was gonna make a note about that. Keep going, and I'll I'll butt in at the end.
0: And you know, Nathan at this point knows he's the only one that can see Linderman, so he decides to be sassy and take the Robert Kennedy desk instead. And uh, which is the one that his other staff was like, said, suggested. He suggested take the Robert Kennedy if I was gonna pick one, I'd pick that. So Nathan picks that. And he has a little snit with uh, Linderman after he, after the other staff member leaves. You know, he's like, I'm the only one who can see you. And like, what are you? A telepath. (laughs) And Linderman's like, huh, it's nothing so obvious. So Nathan's like, all right, so it must be brain damage, right? Which, you know, even more (laughs) reasons for me not to listen to you. I almost fucking, you know, blew up New York a little bit ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Pretty much. Yep.
0: And Linderman's like, I just want to help you, Nathan. With my help, we can get the presidency. The greater the fall, the grander the ascension, Nathan. You always knew that. <laughs> and Linda was like, you know, I am the path to your salvation. And Nathan's like, no, it's not the path to my salvation if you're the one leading the way.
1: Good for him for realizing it. Mm-hmm. But will he stay as steadfast? Yes. Because, <laughs> I mean, you dangle that office in front of Nathan, he does bad things. It's canon fast. Yes. So
0: He's trying to fight that right now, though.
1: Yeah, good for him. I'm I'm proud of him. I really am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a great moment in this scene that uh where where uh Nathan mocks Ghost Linderman's accent. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, look at you, you sass. <laughs> um, so here's why I think that was significant. So John Foster Dulles was a diplomat. He was a Republican. He served as the Secretary of State under Eisenhower. He was a significant figure in the early Cold War era, advocating an aggressive stance against communism throughout the world. Interesting. So that is pretty big for all the shit that's going to come later. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great that Nate was like, mm, no, I'm going to pick the Robert Kennedy desk, who Robert Kennedy was JFK's bro and everybody thought was going to be president and he died tragically but he was a symbol of hope for a lot of people during some really dark times and uh yeah i feel like that's pretty on the nose with um the struggle that nathan's having right now actually yeah so i, I see why they had that whole bit about fucking desks so
0: yeah i was going to look it up but again by the end of the episode i'd completely forgotten
1: yep yep cuz i was trying to get into play among us with you mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, 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 true fact, true fact. Which I was playing since I, well, was I playing since I fin- Yeah, I was playing since I finished the episode.
1: <laughs> and then yeah.
0: you started later and I was like, you want to join us? We're playing hide and seek. Yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> Got my little skin on and I was ready. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh boy. Yeah. So I like, I like that scene uh, quite a bit. Actually, there's a lot there. You just have to look a little deeper. So. Mm hmm. Yeah, him choosing the Robert Kennedy is him being like, "No, no, no. I'm not doing the season 1 Nathan stuff anymore. I'm going to learn from it. Um, I'm going to be I'm going to be a good politician, uh, and a good person and a good man." Um, boy, I sure hope nothing some fact that he learns about himself doesn't come along and severely shake that.
0: Surely nothing could shake that, Keisha.
1: No, no. I don't think I don't think anyone will come back from the dead either. Anyways, um, so <laughs> i will be fine. <laughs> Let's go to
0: uh, Mohinder's loft again. Okay. And we see Maya's there, and she's cleaning up after him. She's like, this place is a fucking mess.
1: <laughs> it is. That's gross. There's milk and food <laughs>
0: everywhere, and she's, like, picking it up, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I don't understand how you're working in this environment, et cetera. And, oh, my gosh, it's, like, so dark in here, and you're just, like, you've mm-hmm. been up for days working on this. It's like season one Mohinder where he was up for days trying to, like, look at the... Crack his father's thing at the beginning with Eden, right?
1: Yes, but much worse. much
0: worse. <laughs> um, and she's trying to be like flirty with him, like well, you need to get outside, go get some sunlight and fresh air, put this down for a minute. And he like snaps at her. He's like, "Listen, I'm trying to do this to take away your ability. <coughs> sure, just hers. <laughs> Only hers won't hinder. Yes, right. Tell her it's all yes, her fault. Yes,
1: it's all her Back fault. Off, yep. mm-hmm.
0: Um. <laughs> so she's like, "Okay, you know what? Fine, you're right." I'm leaving. So she moves away to leave, and he, he realizes he's being a dick, and apologizes as she's leaving, but she still leaves anyway. And then he picks up his little recorder, and he records another journal entry in it, and he's like, this formula is making him aggressive, and he doesn't know what he's... He's trying to reverse it, etc. And he sets the recording down, the little recorder down, and we get this nice transition of the recorder staying in that spot, just gathering dust, <laughs> and lo and behold, we are again four years in the future. So this time we see Peter going into the loft and he's looking around and we actually see that there are still, um, Isaac Mendez is there.
1: There sure are. He's looking
0: at one of Claire, one of the, the, the big panel painting of her like trying to flee from Siler. So a shadowy figure is all like, what do you want? Which is clearly Mohinder. <laughs> and Peter's like, I'm here Mohinder because I need to know where Siler is. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it's like one of those things where you've got a friend group, let's say, and you're pretty sure, like, two of them are hooking up, but they won't admit to it. But you you know that you can ask one about the other, and they'll know. It's kind of like that. Yeah, because he's like,
0: tell it's me like... about Siler. And it's like...
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew where to go. I'll ask Mo <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, his shortlist was Claire, who, um, we see what's up with Claire. <laughs>
1: yep. Nathan. He's like, oh, by the way, could you tell me where Siler yeah. is? Ah, why are you shooting at me?
0: Yeah, yep. BT Dubs, what's up with Siler? Tell me about Siler.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And Mohinder's yep. all like, Siler. Because Mo- Mohinder sounds bad right now. He's like, eh, you know?
1: Ugh.
0: He's not yeah, doing he's good. Raspy. he's in a hoodie. Yep. He's kind of like all you know? Nope. Yep. And he's like, Peter, you-, you shouldn't repeat my mistakes. And he's like, I got the formula wrong. Peter's like, just tell me about Siler. I don't care about you right now, Mohinder.
1: <laughs> I'm supposed to be a nurse and you're suffering, clearly, but, um,
0: <laughs> Mohinder's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell you what happened to me. And he's like, no, just tell me about Siler, dude. Come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't, we're not doing that right now. <laughs> and Mohinder's like,
0: Siler's power is dangerous. You, you need to understand that. And you know what? Does Peter, like, just dig into his... Yeah, Peter, like, just, like, fuck it, I don't have time for this. I'm gonna look in your mind. Yep. And figure yep. out where Peter... Where, um, Siler is. And Mohinder knows where Siler is, exactly where he is.
1: Yes! Yes, Which he is does. like, how the
0: fuck do you know where he is? What... What kind of... What happened between A and B that they're chill? Ugh.
1: What happened between A and B? In, like, this whole episode.
0: There's so much, like, I... (laughs) People love the five years gone future, but, like, after watching this, I want to, like, just, like, a deep dive on what happened here.
1: Oh, my God, right? Because, like, five years gone, they explain enough, and they give you little bits, like, in the comics where you're like, okay, this doesn't really get that treatment. No. Like, it's just a weird-ass what-if that we don't know how anyone got where they got, really. Mm -hmm. We don't know how Claire got that way, really. No. Like, Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's you could
0: posit most of the characters where they're starting at in this episode can get to this point, but it's sure. clear that the future changes as the season goes through. Yes. So it's it like, does. how do they get there? So, yeah, Mohinder knows where Siler is, and Siler is in Costa Verde at the Bennett house.
1: What?
0: Bum, bum, bum.
1: Oh, what, what horrible evil shenanigans is he up to there? Why is he at the Bennett house? See, at the Bennett house so weird. that's so fucking weird
0: we get answers like right away though so we,
1: we do we're, we're take
0: it away right. Keisha you
1: asked for this <laughs> leans back oh you bitch <laughs> <laughs> I did I was like I don't care what you lead in this episode I want the Petlar stuff and here we go you're gonna hate me during the wall by the way So <laughs> just take the
0: whole episode Keisha I'm gonna sit back and drink a hot
1: chocolate man <laughs> There's other stuff that happened. <laughs> you could have some of it. I guess. Alright, anyway. <laughs> I guess whatever. Oh my god. Okay, so first of all though, before I even get into that, I need to really emphasize the fact that not only is Mohinder like shadowy, scaly, and raspy, he fully skitters when he walks. He skitters over to Peter. That's literally the sound that they make. <laughs> it's not subtle. Oh my god. Yeah, so Lizard Mohinder, Bug Mohinder, whatever the fuck you call him. He's he's a real thing in this future, at least. Our present-day Mohinder is fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right, let me take a sip of my water. She's just indulging me because I ship them so much. So Peter boops away to this house, which she somehow knows exactly where that is. I take, I take uh, umbrage with that. I don't think he would know where that house is. He's never been there. Uh, and I'm trying to think, like, if he interacted with anyone that would tell him. I don't think so. I think it's just, like, an easy plot thing to just be like, and he just knows where that is. So. Because, yeah, that was the whole, like, Claire's Underground-ish season. She didn't interact with anybody else from the main cast during that. Maybe. It wasn't, like, her family. Maybe
0: his couple moments in the fucking bank with Noah <sighs> present was enough, but that's, like, that's pretty much it
1: that's that's twisting it i i much prefer your version where he might have just ripped it out of mohinder's head like a gps
0: um yeah that's yeah yeah
1: yeah. i i I, yeah i I don't know i don't know he knows where the house is so peter petrelli is about to enter the costa verde house for the first time which that's kind of a big deal he's ready for anything because it's siler right i mean okay can we just take a minute to just think about what siler is to peter at this point in the story hmm let's think about the other times they've majorly interacted okay so what happened the first time he tried to kill him <laughs> Tyler tried to kill Peter and he almost did it um okay cool cool they got in a fight great they got in another fight <laughs> mm-hmm. uh they tried to kill each other again uh Peter blew up over New York yep that's what's that's their like history They're they're just a hero and a villain. They're very, like, strictly drawn archetypes. That's it. They don't know each other. Um, And they haven't really spent that much time around each other. This isn't, like, a Siler Mohinder thing. So, Peter goes in. He's got flames on his hand. Flint's flames. Which is interesting. Because, like, okay. So then does that mean even in Jesse he could get a power? Uh,
0: you could argue... Because
1: he was barely out of Jesse before he was booped away. Yeah, he
0: got knocked out for, like... Even though time was stopped, I guess.
1: Yeah. So... If he could get a power in a person who can't do that, that is exactly how overpowered Peter Petrelli was at this time. Mm-hmm. So, that's a lot. Uh, yeah, so he lights up with Flint's flames. He's ready for anything. He's ready for death, destruction, chaos. Because Siler, right? Um, instead, he gets a, a small boy and cartoons. And what the fuck? <laughs> a little a little blonde boy runs up to him. And he's like, hey, Uncle Peter, Dad's making waffles. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck on this day? <laughs> I love how Peter immediately extinguishes the flame when he sees a kid, because he's Peter, you know? Mm-hmm. Um again, what the fuck? <laughs> so we pull back to reveal. Um, there's Siler. alright. He's talking to the kid, he's like, Oh, what's up, champ? And uh, Siler is just he's fully gabrieled out. He's is in the kitchen, he's making waffles. He has, a, he has a novelty apron on This says, Hail to the Chef. <laughs> I can't. Mm-hmm. And there's a Mr. Muggles there, which is a question to have another time. But uh, he has a Muggles and a son. What the hell is going on? And, and Peter's all of us in this moment. He goes on a face journey to, to, to just, like, eclipse any other face journey in the history of the world. Uh, Milo's face is everything in this scene. <laughs> he doesn't know how to react to any of it. He steals up when he sees Siler, notices that he's standing there. He's like, oh, you know, it's still Siler. I got to be ready. And he just comes over and he's like, oh, Peter, it's so good to see you. And he goes in for the biggest of bro hugs. And he's like, oh, if you were told me you were coming, I would have made extra. Does a little chuckle, spins on his heel, and goes back into the kitchen. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> you're peter right now think in peter's mind you're like who is this man <laughs> this is not kirby plaza this is not mohinder's apartment what is going on
0: <laughs> there's such a great little oh music god. sting too before the commercial i there.
1: know <laughs> i know yeah it's so fucking good <laughs> oh my god um True story, this was on part of a promo him coming up and hugging yep. him and was like I want to been extra, Tee-hee. and uh, I laughed so hard at it that I fell out of my bed <laughs> I remember it very clearly I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> um, so we go to the ad break and we come back and it's Gabriel and Noah in Costa Verde as it says on the thing and you're like what is going on? Uh, Gabriel's heating up syrup what the fuck? He goes over to the kid, he's like, what's the magic word? And the kid's like, abracadabra. And he's like, well, it's a magic word, It's so close enough. And he gives him the syrup. And it's like, what is going <laughs> on? <laughs> Peter is just like, what the hell? The whole time in the background. And, uh, okay, so what's really funny is that for a very large contingent of the fangirls that we grew up around... Um, they claim that their ovaries were just completely destroyed, uh, forever during Daddy Gabriel stuff, <laughs> so. I'm not naming names, I'm just saying that was a thing. So, um, if you na- <laughs> little Noah! little Noah! Why is this kid's name Noah? My god, remember all that stuff we said last week? We weren't fucking around. Um, Lil Noah asks Uncle Peter where his scar is. And Siler immediately is like, okay, so we need to handle this right now. He's like, hmm, ups need to have a little chat in the other room. Yeah, I'm going to start your waffle for you. All right, there you go. And he leads Peter away into what used to be Bennett's office in our world. Mm-hmm. With, like, the doors. Um, And he immediately, like, kind of turns around on him and it gets a little more Siler. He's just like, huh, you're not from around here, are you? And uh, Peter, like, kind of tenses up. And uh, as soon as he tenses up, you can see Gabriel's just like, oh, he's like, all right. To you, I get it. All right, you're not from here, so I'm the boogeyman in your world, right? Uh, well, it's a hell of a thing you come in here to find out that you and I are brothers. <laughs> so, okay. So, so Peter has to see this version of, of, of Gabriel, of Siler, who's not the version he's come to know, this, like, you know, arch-villain. He has to see him as a person now. And then also, I'm sorry, what was that? Brothers? <laughs> But they don't have time to linger on it, you know, because time's a ticking. So Gabriel is like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry you traveled all this way here for nothing because I'm not going to help you. I won't. I won't do what you want me to do. I can't. I won't give you my ability for your own good. And it's so funny because they have such an interesting role reversal in this moment. Because Gabriel's like, no, 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 I'm not going to do it for your own good. Like, for the safety of all. And Peter's the one who's like, well, I'll just take it then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's like, what the hell? Um, And (laughs) Gabriel gives him this look. um, Which I think he would give him forever and ever. uh, Which is kind of like an as-if-you-could kind of look. (laughs) It's like, this bitch, you want to try? Because, you know, it's been years, but they can't forget how they met, right? (laughs) So... He's like, you know, go ahead, try it. Like, I don't think you can. And so Peter tries it and he's not letting him to do it. And because his ability is really specific and really weird as we learn. So Peter's frustrated and he's like, look, you're Peter. He's dead. They killed him and now they're after me and I'm not leaving without your ability, Siler. And he's like, hmm. And the way he flinches at being called Siler. Oh, my God, Rachel. Oh, my God. He's a reformed baddie. Okay. He's, like, in supervillain AA or something. Like, he can't he can't be called that. That's not who he is anymore. And he says, like, my name is Gabriel, which, okay, first time. This is, like, the first time they've met, though, properly. He didn't know his name before this. Mm-hmm. So that's his name. He's introducing him to him. And he's like, my ability's not just understanding how things work. There's a hunger, God, I hate the hunger, that comes with it to know more. And to have more, and I couldn't control it, and it turned me into a killer. And every day is a struggle, but I fight it for him. And I'm shaking my mic right now, and I don't care. He's like, I'm not going to willingly condemn you to hell. I'm not going to do it. And Peter's like, Yeah, but if I have your ability, I can see all the variables. I can, and he interrupts him. He's like, Save the world? World always needs saving, Peter. And Peter tries a different tack. He's like, Well, you're all going to die then. Your family, your son, which I won't ask why he has HRG's name in this moment. I don't have time. But, because like, mm-hmm. he knows Noah's name. He knows. He was the first person to mm-hmm. learn it. Um, he's he's just like, okay, this world's going to end. And uh, um, I'm sorry, but you're all going to need to have a moment with me for Siler Fashion Talk. You know, my favorite recurring segment on the show that Rachel hates. Um, <laughs> so, Okay. It needs to be noted what he what he's dressed as because Gabriel's wearing khakis and Chuck Taylors and a hoodie with like a button up on underneath it. He looks like an aged punk dad. Like like an old punk rocker that has a kid. You know who you know what kind of reminds me of kind of reminds me of if Zane Taylor got the chance to get old, but not the real Zane Taylor, his his version of it, mm. his favorite persona of it. That's what he chooses to present himself as. Like, oh, that's there's a lot to unpack there, man. There's a lot to fucking unpack there. um So Peter is pushing him and he's basically like pushing an addict to take a drink right now. Like he's being very like their villains. Claire gif in this moment. So he keeps pushing him. He's like, here, paint it, paint it. You'll see. You'll understand what I'm talking about. And so reluctantly, Gabriel does. And he's like, don't let him see me. Not like this. And he instantly channels that ability like it's nothing. Because, you know, he's very powerful. And, uh, yeah, that's the first bit of what happens with those those two wacky kids. Oh, my fucking God. This moment. I could just dine on it forever. It's the most petlary thing ever. There's... Do you have any thoughts? There's so much to unpack. <laughs> there's so much! And we will not get answers about so much of it. So, yeah. Like, I just want to take...
0: I dare almost want to say do a bonus episode about, like, what the fuck is up with baby Noah? And just, like, list all the fucking theories that go with that. Because we never know. We never find out, like, what it is. And as I've said before, the writers kind of like to see where it took them. So they could have had one idea in mind for what baby Noah was. And then that never Mm -hmm. panned out.
1: Because he will get in a relationship with a character. During this Mm -hmm.
0: volume. But there was another theory that went along with baby Noah.
1: There were a lot of theories that went along with baby Mm -hmm. Noah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Do we want to do a separate thing with that? Or do you want me to just dig right in now?
1: Let's just dig right into it. Spoiler alert. Wee woo. Wee woo. All right. So, go for it. All right.
0: Theory one, which I think is the most accepted theory, is that it is his kid, L. So, it's Siler and L's kid. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know where Elle is right now. We still don't know why he named him Noah.
1: seems like a single parent situation. Like something happened to her.
0: So, Siler and a kid, potentially Elle's. Um, who is the other parent possibility? Claire. Claire and Siler. Which would...
1: People... Which
0: would be icky right now because he thinks he's her uncle.
1: Super icky. So that's kind (laughs) of icky at the moment. I never even thought of it like that. That's kind of gross.
0: Um... Another three was that it was, uh, just another, like, you know, like, someone gave Claire to Bennett, it's just a kid that got given to, to Gabriel to watch over, who he kind of took responsibility of.
1: That's my favorite version of events, because it, it opens up a whole book along with it of things that we never could have seen. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, no, Bennett's not even in this episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but we're gonna talk about him. It's like a version of Events where he actually is able to mentor Silent mm-hmm. and and actually becomes a real like father type figure to him and helps him quit his addiction basically. Yes. And is brought in to you know the company fold properly and becomes friends more with Noah like they actually see eye to eye for once. And I think that's part of why Claire later on will say what she says. Mm -hmm. So that's the version I see where they're like, okay, we can actually trust him to raise this child. And also because we know that if he has a reason not to fall back, then he'll focus better. So I fully believe in that. I I
0: think that one to me makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. Because then we have the fourth theory, (laughs) which I swear was a theory at the time, too.
1: Are you going to say what I think you're going to say?
0: Which was, there was some time travel fuckery that occurred. Oh,
1: God. And this Uh is actually
0: Noah as a child.
1: Little baby Noah.
0: (laughs) There, I think the only, like, like, you know, screw in that um, theory is that the eyes are wrong.
1: Like, doesn't the kid have brown eyes? I I don't
0: remember. Something was like, I remember there being like, that was the thing people were stuck on for that.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have blue eyes. So, um, but take that as you,
0: you you know, take that as you could. It could be fucking Noah that got somehow reverted to child form.
1: Which is funny considering, like, the house he's raising him in, the dog he's raising him with. Like, you know, like, it actually kind of (laughs) works.
0: So, bask in those theories because we never know.
1: Who who wrote this one? I would love to corner this person and be like, what was the deal with baby Noah? (laughs)
0: Let Let me look it up. Hold on. I'll look it up right now. This episode was written by Aaron Colette.
1: I'm telling you, it is the the dream team of Pekaski and Colette. They fucking know how to write Siler. They mm-hmm. do, and it makes me happy every time they're involved with something.
0: So, so yeah, that's who was this episode, and directed by David Von Anken.
1: Huh. So that's not a name we've heard before in our list. No, no. So. Interesting. Um. Yeah. Honestly, of those theories, I subscribe to. <laughs> I subscribe to Gabriel becoming Noah's weird, like, kind of son, and uh, Noah Bennett's kind mm-hmm. of son, and then getting a child from the company, or the time travel fuckery of it actually being a little baby Noah. Um, Way more than I subscribe to it actually being, like, his mm-hmm. kid. But, uh, yeah. I don't know, Shrug. We'll never know. So, have whatever theory you want. Hey, on the Discord,
0: tell us what's your favorite. Or if you have another. Yeah,
1: what's your favorite? Yeah.
0: Tell us your baby Noah theories.
1: Uh, yes. Tell us your favorite baby Noah theories. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh man. So outside of Costa Verde, we see Matt and Daphne. True enough. Yes, she was the blonde from the painting. It wasn't exactly hard to figure out, but um, mm-hmm. they're they're together. They're like together together. They're married. They're in Mohinder's apartment. Which, as I say in my notes, I go, uh, okay, I guess the divorce of the House of M meant Matt got to keep the apartment and Mahindra gets to skulk around his lab discontent. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rip House of M. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's asking to use Molly. Hey, Molly's there. She's, she's right there. I haven't seen her in a bit. And she, you know, she, she, she needs his permission to see if Molly can help find Peter. And Matt's like, huh, oh, No um i don't understand why you're you're you know putting all of your time and energy toward this like like look look at what we have here at home and obviously there's molly but there's also a little baby girl Mm -hmm. holy shit they're parents together as well uh and matt's talking about molly and he's like we're raising her to be a normal little girl not your bloodhound ouch and daphne's like no just once just one time just to find peter and matt's like well peter petrelli is a murderer and a terrorist and daphne cuts him off and is like and he's the villain not me So it's interesting, I think, to spend all this extra time with like the them side, because you do get to see like they think they're in the right, Mm -hmm. which you you need to have for that perspective. So Matt, you know, he doesn't know why Daphne's risking so much. She's a mom, you know, and uh, we find out the little girl's name is Daniela. And Matt is a total house husband and loving it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good role for him, honestly.
0: Um, This is the nicest Parkman future we ever get.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Which she's saying something. <laughs> uh, he's like, it's time for you to slow down. It's a pun, guys. Um, she's like, okay, fine. We find Peter. You can consider me officially settled. I'll, I'm, I'll be retired, pretty much. And so he reluctantly has Molly come in. And she's like, you guys done fighting? And they're like, we're not fighting. You know, that classic, like, your parents have, you know, um, what is it? They're having a uh, discussion or a conversation with a capital letter. Um, yeah. They were fighting. Um, So Daphne goes to ask her and we don't see that part. We just see her leaving the apartment and dark Claire and Knox are waiting outside the door. And she's like, all right, this is where he is. Let's go. And so Knox stops Claire and he's like, I can tell you're afraid. Like you can lie and say you're not. But who do you think you're talking to? I can tell. And she's like, Well, guess what? I just killed my uncle and I have to go do it again. <laughs> so give me a second to be a human being. And Elephant knocks and she's like, mm, Yeah, that's great and all, but me and Daphne can die and you can't. So I'm going to need you to focus <laughs> so that we don't walk into a death trap, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens on the them side of, of things.
0: Again, fascinated by that trio.
1: Indeed. It's such a weird pairing of group. Like, yeah. It is a weird group.
0: <laughs> and then my second thing to say about this. You know how much Matt was stressed about his baby at home with Janice? Can you imagine a pregnant fucking Daphne that wants to run everywhere oh and god. how fucking manic he was about that?
1: Oh my god, he can't speed right? He can
0: baby and she's like, feck off, I'm gonna speed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh. god.
1: Yeah, I, I could imagine him being just Ever so helicoptery with her, so <laughs> yep.
0: Oh my god, cannot even oh, imagine. Oh, Man,
1: and me neither. Me neither. Uh, I, I, yeah. Matt and Daphne is interesting because mm-hmm. um, it's like okay, I could see it. You know, like in the future, you're like, all right, it's established. But they choose to try to bring that into the real world, and I think that's an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to see that much later. But don't just think this is totally isolated into this weird future because it won't be no um but uh yeah back at the house siler sure enough he paints a destroyed world and he's like mm, all right so he unstraps his watch which is the watch the siler watch and he hands it to peter and peter sees that his fucking his his persona is It was the name of a watch. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's really giving him this extra layer of, like, there was always a person underneath all this. He's like, it's a scar. It's a reminder of what I was and what I can be. So I want you to fix it. And Peter's like, I'm not a nerd. I don't know a thing about watches. (laughs) (laughs) I got laid in high school. No. Um, Did he? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. He didn't seem to have a problem with the ladies with Simone and everything. Like, I I don't
0: know. He was being a little odd shucks with her. I don't know.
1: He's all shucks awkward, but he's cute. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) Bonus episode. (laughs) Did Peter Petrelli get laid in high school? (laughs) And an an investigation. Oh, my God. Oh, Okay. I'm sorry. I'm in a weird mood. All right. Um. But no, he's like, I don't know a thing about watches. This is never anything I've ever done. And Gabriel's like, all right, well, if you want to learn to access my ability, you have to fix the watch. It's like a Mr. Miyagi kind of thing. And he's like, listen to it. It's like a symphony. Every piece is a part and it's working together in perfect harmony. If you can understand the complexities of a watch, then you can understand anything. Everything. Cause, effect, action, reaction. How to change the future. And he lifts little gears up, TK-wise, and he does it. He fixes the watch. And so that was their moment of empathy. That was their moment of connecting and he gets it. And so now he has the power now. And the first thing Gabriel says is I'm so sorry. And they don't get time to really go with this much longer because Noah's calling for his dad. And he's like, not now, Noah. And you hear Knox in the house say yes now. Oh boy. So they go out of the office and Knox has little Noah in his grip and Daphne and dark Claire are there and dark Claire is like, just come quietly, Peter, and we'll leave them alone. Gabriel's like, no, teleport out, Peter, like just get out of here. And Peter wants to be noble. Cause I mean, like that's his thing. And he wants to help them because he brought them here to their doorstep. And Claire says a weird thing. That's is what we kind of talked about where she's like, this was my house first to Gabriel. You took everything from me. And I'm like, okay, her house, her power, her dad? Like, <laughs> I'm serious. Yes. Like, there's a weird subtext there. Mm-hmm. It's a weird subtext there. Um, so Claire points her gun at the kid. Whew, and Peter takes his chances and he confronts her. And he's like, you're not really going to kill me. And she's like, yeah, I am, though. And she's like, one bullet in the back of the head should do the trick. And I'll let the boy go. And she's, she's fully ready to do it, too. Like, she's not fucking around. And he's like, what happened to you? How did you get this way? And she aims the gun and she's going to do it. And he rushes over. Thanks, Daphne. And punches her out. And it turns into chaos. All hell breaks loose from this moment. I had to watch this scene several times to figure out everything that happens. Daphne grabs Peter and she super speed slams him through the glass of the office doors. Noah gets free from Knox and he runs over to his dad who tells him to go hide daphne super speed punches peter in the office outside of the office Knox is feeding on the fear in this moment and he goes for gabriel who's a notorious glass jaw so he goes down after one punch you know and um he's like i understand your power you get stronger with fear well i'm not afraid of you and nox is like yeah but he is and he nods to the kid and gabriel tells him to run and Knox. Picks him up and throws him through a table, which we all know from present day is exactly how you piss Siler off. Like, you want Siler? You're going to get Siler thrown through a table. That's what they did in the fucking Mohinder apartment. (laughs) Like, you're, you're asking for it now. But then, oh boy. Then Knox kicks him across the room and Gabriel accidentally smashes into Noah, who is just dead. It's, like, internal bleeding, like, right away. He's just, mm-hmm. he's, he's fucked. Um, oh, boy. You you done fucked up now. And I like how everyone stops fighting. Because, yeah, a, a young, innocent child was killed. But also, they know they fucked up. Mm-hmm. They're in it now. Like, you wanted this, you got this. So I will not refer to him as Gabriel anymore from this point. Because it's Siler you got now. And so he gets up. And he starts bringing the fight back to Knox and Peter's getting an upper hand over with Daphne and Siler punches the shit out of Knox and he's got the glowy hands from Kirby. He's got the nuke cans and he's flipping out and he's like, they killed him. And Peter goes back in there and he is starting to go full Peter at Kirby. He can't control it. It's going down and he's glowing, and it's spreading, and his emotions are going all over the place. And Peter's like, Gabriel! And he calls him Gabriel, oh my fucking god. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and before he goes boom, he says, save us. And he destroys Costa Verde. Just fucking destroys it. And that's where the ad break was. So we don't know who lives. So, uh, thoughts? <laughs> a a couple.
0: A couple um Mm -hmm. i love that peter just immediately is like all right yeah this is gabriel and his willingness to forgive informs a lot in later seasons
1: it sure does even after siler does arguably the worst thing ever to peter
0: because we always see a very jaded future peter and we never truly get to that point with present peter
1: not really, no, he always maintains hope, which i I still say is because of certain people he meets along the way, yes, but, yeah,
0: so that's that's interesting, yes. um i I like that when like all right, hell starts to break loose, no one doesn't just get away from Knox, Knox, like releases the child, yes, like his beef is with Gabriel, and like the whole that's true the whole no one wanted that kid to get hurt, no, they were there, that for was Peter. like the
1: very last like you know, scenario. Like, no one wanted that. They weren't even really there for Siler, honestly. No, they weren't! He was fully living this, like, weird retired company and or, like, witness protection life. They they, they had no beef with him. They just wanted Peter. Yep.
0: Again, interesting dynamics all around.
1: It really is. It really is. I love that moment when everybody goes, oh my god, and realizes this kid is dead. Mm -hmm. But then second, oh my god, if, oh no. Like... You wanted him back, you got him like, oh, you're fucked now, everyone, mhm,
0: yeah,
1: oh God, yeah, this episode's great, man <laughs> there there's a lot
0: to dwell on in this pocket future and think about and try to you know rationalize sure or wonder what happened, mhm, you know, mm-hmm.
1: which I have more to say even after the explosion, after we find out who lives, mm-hmm.
0: so mhm-, yeah. Yeah.
1: But uh, I'll get to there later. Um, it's your big chunk now. I'm going to sit back.
0: Yeah, now we get um, back to the present. So Hero is still trying to get up to that fucking vent. And he's got his belt <laughs> off and he's trying to throw it up to hook the vent to pull it down. And he's just having no luck with it. And Ando's tired of watching him try. So he gets up he's like, just let me do it. And Ando's like, refusing to let him help now. Or not, Hero's refusing to let Ando help now. And they have a little bit of a tug of war. With the belt, and Ando wins, (laughs) and Ando even says, (laughs) "Ando even says you always sucked at tug of war." Because these are like childhood friends, remember?
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So he he manages to nail it right away. He gets the belt hooked and pulls the vent down, and they're like, "Yay!" For a second, he's like, "Go!" He tells Hero to go, but Ando's not going. He's like, "You know, I'm done. You can go. You want to be by yourself. You don't need me anymore. Go." And Hero tries to jump up, and he still can't quite reach the vent. He's like, Ando, I need your help just this one last time then. <laughs> and so he gets up on Ando's shoulders and there's this whole, like, you know, the usual comedic thing that is with Hero and, and Ando. You know, I re- he realizes as he's in that moment standing on Ando's shoulders that he has been the complete dick to Ando. Someone who's always helped him no matter fucking what, and he's just been, like, a complete asshole. Seriously. And he apologizes to him. He realizes what dick he's been. And he gets boosted up. And he's like, Yata, we did it, except for we pan back and see that the Haitian's been watching him the whole time. <laughs> Oops. So. hmm. Yep. Yeah. Just pro- probably staying there since before, like, while they were doing the belt thing, even. Just right. like, arms crossed watching them. What are they doing? And they're just so <laughs> enveloped in their own world. Just like, just let them fucking do that. He's like, they're not going to get out of here.
1: <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, that's
0: Hiro and Ando for the moment. hmm.
1: I like that they finally get to hash it out. Yes.
0: They needed this to get over that fucking tension for the rest of the season, you know?
1: I mean, I hope so. I hope they don't just go sliding back. True, true, true,
0: true. I don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember either. So they needed this moment to kind of try to get on the same page. Yeah. Because they have other shit that happens Mm -hmm. coming up. They get a quest at the end of the episode. We'll get there. Um, Yeah,
1: hero needs a quest.
0: Yes, a hero needs a quest.
1: And a sidekick. Smile. Um, (laughs) He's not a sidekick. He's a (laughs) co-hero.
0: True, 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 true. So we go to Tracy now. She's back in her apartment and she's looking at the newspaper, which has got the headline that the reporter that she killed is missing. And she's on the floor. She's got the phone next to her. She picks it up and she's calling the police and she's like, I know what happened with that reporter. I have a tip. And they're like, who is this? And before she can even say what it is, her power acts up. The phone freezes. It dies. And she's just like, I killed him. She's going through a time right now i want
1: to give her a hug
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. she's struggling i don't
1: know what it is about the way tracy is struggling with her power that is so much more i don't know interesting than how nikki did with hers like
0: because there isn't a second personality there
1: i guess so huh it's a lot simpler with just just one of them
0: <laughs> where nikki gets to lose time jessica protects her and she doesn't have to remember the murder
1: oh that's true tracy we get to see go through and live with all of this shit you're right she knows
0: what happened she watched that's that different. fucking body shatter she's like holy fuck oh. yeah jessica protected nikki yeah
1: tracy doesn't have that you're right mm-hmm.
0: so let's go to mohinder
1: uh he's, he's doing great he's right? fabulous
0: he's still working and um <laughs> picks up his little journal little recording and it's like i can't reverse the process not in me not in maya not from anyone And he sets the recorder down, and we see he's got sticky hands now. Oh, boy. Yeah. And he gets a knock on the door. Huh. Guess who it is? It's that asshole from earlier in the episode. He's like, oh, you stuck your nose where it didn't belong. And he punches him, which that was his mistake to make. Because... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Well, Hendra looks at him and says, so did you. And just yoinks him into that loft. And that's all we get to see of that.
1: Oh, I'm sure they're just going to have a nice conversation about, um, you know, tolerance and, um, um, you know, Mm -hmm. consideration for others. (laughs) um,
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure
1: it'll be fine. Mohinder is going to Mohinder log him to death. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: I think that's where we leave Mohinder for the episode.
1: It is because we find out what happens next week. (laughs) Yes,
0: that's where we leave Mohinder for the episode. Good night, Mohinder.
1: Bye. Bye, buddy. Get some sleep, maybe. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Do whatever you're going to do with that guy. Um,
1: They're just going to have a chat. It's fine.
0: Instead, we're going to go to Nathan's office. And Tracy has shown up there. And she's like, oh, you picked the Kennedy desk. Good choice. And she's there because she's handing him her resignation. And she's like, I know I got you into this, but I can't do this anymore. And I know what I have to do now. And she leaves. Nathan watches her go. And who's at the desk, feet kicked up on it but Linderman? And he's like, Nathan, you got to listen to me right now. I know you don't want to. I know you think that I'm just, you know, a piece of shit. That I'm just all in a head. <laughs> yeah. But you have to help her. We then go to Nikki, who is nope. on a bridge. Nope. Nope. Ready to kill. What, what do you mean, nope?
1: Nope. You called her Nikki. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
0: we are on a bridge <laughs> where Tracy hey. is ready to kill herself. She's going to jump oh, off the fuck. bridge.
1: Oh, hmm? just, oh, fuck it, her yes. doing that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And she jumps, but we get to see Nathan swoop in and catch her, and that takes us to a little commercial break there, but I will continue, because it sticks with Tracy and Nick, and Tracy, I almost said Tracy and Nikki. la, 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 and names, <laughs> Tracy and Nathan. So, it's your Noah Bennett. <laughs> that is, it's, I'm just gonna keep calling her fucking Nikki. that's gonna be my Noah. Um, Yay! <laughs> so we're back at Tracy's place and she offers Nathan a drink and sits down. And they're just kind of sitting there and she's like, um, so you can fly. And he's like, yep. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, <can> fly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh. it's kind of like, okay, I have to show you something. And she takes the drink she just gave him and freezes it. Well, what would a normal person react to that?
1: <laughs> his re- Nathan's seen stuff, though. His,
0: like, I mean, his reaction to it, though, was like, it's, not, it's like, huh, and he takes her hands and he's like, they aren't even cold. Like, that's the first thing he goes to. Like, oh, your hands aren't even cold. Because, like, you know, flirting it up, etc.
1: Yeah, because Nathan's a horndog. Also, he's always kind of bemused by this stuff. He's like, huh. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he never goes, he never goes, oh No, 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 I wasn't expecting
0: it, like, a whoa, but I was like, you just save this woman from killing herself. <laughs> and she's yep. like, showing you I also have an ability. Yep. It's just an interesting reaction to me.
1: No, that I understand, I understand. And
0: they kiss because mm-hmm. chemistry and fate and etc. So,
1: I mean, Adrian and Ally have chemistry. What are you going to do about mm-hmm. it?
0: It's true. It's just the reason they put them back together as different characters. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the end of that. Oh. oh, but uh but is it the end of that? Because in the future, what? <laughs> We see Nathan who is the president. As he always is in Futures. And, uh, oh, what's this? He has a first lady this time. And it's Tracy. Holy shit. What? So that little kiss is going to lead to a lot more. I, in my notes, call her Tracy Strauss Petrelli. Because I'm going to hyphenate it. Because no one can stop because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. She doesn't even have any words or anything. She's just there. Which is, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty on point, though. Yeah. <laughs> for, like, that kind of job. Um, they're doing a press conference in front of... Um, i'm sorry what's what's it called uh pinehurst pinehurst Industries. <laughs> what the fuck is that we've never heard of that pinehurst industries huh we've never no one's ever said that before no right? like no one's interesting huh. weird i'm sure it's just a random place you know it's just a random it's not gonna matter
0: just set dressing anyway
1: <laughs> yeah yeah you gotta do it in front of something so uh costa verde yeah super gone um and he encourages everyone to pray about it, ah, so i already don't I already just wanna you know i don't trust him as far as I can throw <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. uh, so we go over to Claire, who had still captured Peter because you know <laughs> nuclear explosion or not, you can't kill her, and she grabbed Peter and uh huh. If you can't kill Claire, I wonder who else will probably survived that and is going to be really angry, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm like, whose hmm. <laughs> whose who's muscles and and bones are stitching themselves back together right now as we speak in a crater, huh? We never get to see that though, but I'm pretty sure he's just going to go kill them mm-hmm. all anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I think we know who I'm talking about. Yeah, so Claire got Peter and the Haitians there as well, because you know what he do and uh peter's trying to escape and he's strapped down to a slab right next to his dead future version of himself and she goes over to him and she's like 200 people died and i want you to feel the pain of every single death you know i mean i, I feel like you know it- it's very like don't start no shit won't be no shit uh you didn't need to be there uh claire you didn't need to poke that bear so i feel it's funny that you're you're blaming peter for that um, mm-hmm. just saying saying uh yeah so okay this is gonna be like mean and shady and i'm totally reading uh you know the library is open and you can do whatever you want with it um i have never liked hayden's performance in this episode and i still don't
0: i got you there i got you
1: it's so try hard. It's so try hard. I can feel the effort, and it's like, all right, bud, clench your teeth some more. I'm the <laughs> like, bad
0: girl, and I'm just gonna cut you I'm to make me feel better. bad. Girl, I'm gonna
1: cut you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna cut you to make me feel. Yeah, you nailed it. So she's slicing him up with a scalpel, which ooh, kinky, and uh, <laughs> in which you cut that. <laughs> because they're family god Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah this isn't a supernatural podcast Mm -hmm. um yeah so anyway um he's like no claire i saved you once i can save you again why are you doing this you know just on that old old bit but then nathan comes in and he says i'd like a moment with my brother alone and Claire's like is this the president or my father speaking and he's like "Mm, both (laughs) And it's like, oh, okay. So they're very like, he's her dad. Like, that's a thing. Which, again, makes me really wonder what the fuck happened to Noah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, the uh, Haitian and Claire leave and everyone leaves them alone. And Nathan's like, I know what you're doing. I've seen it. The world's splitting in half. Like, I've seen the painting. I've heard the dreams. I'm not stupid. I know what's going on. He's like, you're strong, Pete, but one man can't save the world. And he's letting him go. And it's like, okay, that's a choice. And he goes, but you know, one man can't save the world, but you know what? A whole army with abilities could save the world. Crazy eyes. And so he thanks Peter for getting him what he wants by being part of the Costa Verde thing, because that's going to get him to, you know, be able to pass through whatever legislation he wants to get these super soldiers going. Super soldiers? What the fuck? We're doing super soldiers now? (laughs) Like, this episode is wild. It's got everything. And Nathan's looking down at his actual brother, kind of like, huh, well, I guess I could do better with this version. (laughs) Like, he's just very cold about it, you know? Mm -hmm. He's just like, ah, oh, well, you know, eggs and omelets, and so he's like, you can read minds, so read mine, and he thinks he can just get this Peter on his side, you know, probably because he's like less cynical than Scar Peter, um, but instead we have a Peter who has Siler's ability and thus also ugh, the hunger, so he Siler chokes Nathan. And he's like, I understand your intentions and your emotions. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. And he throws Nathan against the wall. And he fully fucking Siler's his own brother to death. Because it's the hunger. And then uh, Peter sort of boops out of there (laughs) and leaves that mess there. (laughs) Just, you know, the rest of the people of that future can deal with it. You know, whoops. (laughs) My bad. So... He boops back out, just right into the present day, and he boops into a level five soul And who is meditating there but the Siler that we all know and love? And uh, my boyfriend's not here right now, so... Ugh, he's just so hairy in that tank top. <laughs> can we just... <laughs> oh. um, I'm giving us the content that everybody can appreciate. Thank you. Um, so which you're not going to like the next thing i have to say at all and you're going to cut it probably but i don't care um the next two things so peter boops into his cell and he's got no shirt on and i'm going to say the thing i said to you last night which is i've seen movies on cinemax at 1 a.m that start like this i think (laughs) and um can instantly detect his presence without even turning around he's like ah peter (laughs) and do they talk or relate as people? No, they prepare to fight, because this is what we're used to. <laughs> and Peter launches himself at him, and he holds him up by his throat. And he tells him he went to the future, and he took his power to save the world. He's going to understand the future. He's going to gonna figure it out. And so Siler's like, oh, no, you're like me? You took my power? Like, ooh, you're going to suffer the hunger, too, bud. And uh, he's like, yeah, um... You're fucked. And Peter's like, I won't be like you, as he's squeezing his throat, which is not a great, you know, visual for for saying he's not going to be like him. And he goes, oh, you already are, brother. And uh, that's where we leave off with those two wacky kids. (laughs) Um, Also, and you can cut this and I don't care. Back when Tumblr, let's say, had less content restrictions on various sites, I... I saw scenes from this and the next episode on several, let's say, not safe for work tumblers. It was very popular. Um, him holding him by the neck and that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Non-fandom tumblers, let's say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw it a lot. and It was always funny every single time. So, you know, it's like, what happened to all that peace, love and understanding, Peter?
0: <laughs> Thrown right out the fucking window, I guess.
1: What? Uh, this? this is my Siler. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is his Siler. Siler's not yep. gotten to Gabriel yet again.
1: Hell so he's no. got to approach nope. him
0: aggressively because he's got the hunger, too. So he's also like, Arr. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, So I mean, he
0: just killed his brother That's for fuck's sake. Of course, he's not going to be like, hey, bud, let's shake
1: hands to Siler. Yep. Nope. So, yeah. And he's still saying the brother thing, which he's going to have to deal with next week. Mm-hmm. Brother 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 oh i love gabriel petrelli i love it very much mm-hmm. but uh just because peter left the future doesn't mean we're done with it does it no
0: it doesn't um we even get to see confirmation of what i said earlier matt is still in africa and he's sitting on the ground eyes white aka he's seeing the future and we see that he's seeing him and molly watching tv watching the aftermath of that explosion in Costa verde and Molly's, like, upset about it, and the baby's crying, and he kind of, like, snaps at her, like, go take care of your sister. So she goes off to go take care of the, the baby, and there's a noise at the door, and he gets up, and he sees it's Daphne, and she's standing there, and you're like, oh, she got away, she speedstered. But she looks at him and says, wasn't fast enough, and then collapses and dies in his arms. Because her back is all burned the fuck up from that explosion. Yep. And we see the painting realize that um, Usutu painted on the rock. Mm -hmm. And he also welcomes Matt back to the present, saying he was sleeping. And Matt's like, oh, my God, I saw this and that. And I was married and there was a baby. And oh, my God, what the fuck? (laughs) There was an explosion. And as he's waking up, he's looking around and on the rocks around him in this, um, I guess the walls, on the walls of this hut that he's in are paintings of the scenes we've just seen. Yeah, there's like a kind of shadowy like Mohinder. There's like um, the 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 nuclear explosion, the nuclear blow. Wow, nuclear explosion in <laughs> Costa Verde. Uh, who else was there? Oh, um, dead Nathan silent on the ground with Pete
1: and Dark Claire and Dark Claire shooting. Yep. Which I'm gonna be thirsty again. They put a shirt on Peter in this painting, and I'm like, quit censoring the. They truth. also
0: showed like <laughs> Nathan was a lot more head cut off, so you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and he's like, oh my god, he's like, her name is Daphne, and I have to find her. She's somewhere, and he's like, yeah, and the world's a big place. You need to find a totem. And he says something which I didn't write down. Did you write down what he says to him? I did. Go for it.
1: Because I want to call Matt yeah. out.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: he basically says, you must <clears throat> find your totem, a spirit guide that attaches to you to lead you onto your spiritual journey. And Matt, oh, god damn it, Matt. He says, "What is that? Some kind of African mystical thing?" And he's like, "It's Carl Jung, analytical psychology." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, racist <laughs> in my <notes. laughs> And he's like, "You don't read much, do ya?" And I was like, "Oh, you burnt like Daphne." Mm-hmm, so, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. it was the Carl Jung quote, which I guess he and uh, Asutu and Siler can talk about that shit together. <laughs> That'd be
0: an interesting. Interesting little sit down between those two. <laughs>
1: It really would,
0: mm-hmm. you no. Know. Because mm-hmm. what? Because does Siler uh, need yeah. that power? No. I don't need to see Matt the rest no. of my life and just fucking Matt when I'm painting shit. <laughs> you fucking serious right now?
1: <laughs> it somehow prevents him from seeing any other. Yeah. Creature. Oh my it, god. Like, clashes with Isaac. Yes. So. <laughs> oh boy. Matt
0: decides it's the turtle. It's the turtle he saw back in episode two. Thank you, turtle. Mm-hmm. And we. G- <laughs> turtle. He just starts following the fucking turtle. He just is slowly walking as this turtle leads him. And that's where we leave Matt. He's just following this fucking turtle.
1: (laughs) Season three is great. I don't know what anyone's talking about. Um, uh, I I didn't fully realize it at the time, but I think that's a Simpsons reference. Is it? Um, Yeah. So if I may, a Homer, when he eats the psychotropic chili peppers and he trips out, And, um, he thinks he's stuck on a desert, like, he, well, he, like, thinks he's stuck in the desert and he's wandering, and he, um, there's a turtle that is trying to, like, give him a message, and he gets mad because it's so slow, and he's like, stupid turtle, and he kicks it, and he accidentally kicks it way the fuck off of the screen, and then he's like, oh no, because then his guide is gone, he thinks.
0: Oh boy, okay, I got you.
1: Yeah, Mm mm-hmm. But later, it's a coyote voiced by Johnny Cash. Mm. So, <laughs> your Simpsons fun fact for the week, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. That, mu- that must be what it is. Then. All right. It's
1: gotta be. It's gotta be. Yeah.
0: So we leave that for now for the episode. See you next episode, Matt. Maybe I think he's in. I don't know.
1: Uh, I don't know actually.
0: The only big person missing this episode in this episode was Hrg, was Noah Bennett, big Noah. Unless he, unless he is a little no, you don't you
1: know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, might be. Could be. He might have been here the whole time. Bump bump. Bum. <laughs> Just be like, oh, real Noah, but it's not in the episode. Someone goes, oh. Is <laughs> like... I present to you, th- board with pins on it. <laughs> Just go full fucking Pepe to Silva about it. Just Charlie from It's mm-hmm, always funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: All right, so. Oh. We now go back to um, the company facility. Angela is at Bob's desk, and she's got Hero and Andal on the other side, with Haitian kind of behind them. And she's like, "So, where's the formula at, boys?" And they're like, uh, "We got yoinked." I'm sorry, I don't know what to say. And she's like, "Well, they have both sides then, and we have lost." She's like, "And she's like, you know, your father always had faith in your hero, and he was clearly mistaken in putting that faith in you." Oh. And Anna's like, "Don't listen to her, <laughs> Hero. We won't, you know, Aunt, he won't rest until the formula is safe." And she's like, "Well, that's good because you know what, Hero? You have the key to unlocking this whole mystery." Huh. Interesting. She's she's giving him a quest.
1: Uh-huh. He likes those.
0: We cut to Hero and Ando digging up a grave. <laughs> and Anna's like, "Are you sure this is a good idea, bud?" And Hero's like, no, but there's no turning back now. And they drag a coffin out and they open it up. And who is lying inside the coffin but our good old buddy Adam Monroe?
1: Our buddy from before. Our buddy from
0: before getting a breath of fresh air. <laughs> and they kind of look at him and he wakes up, immediately sits up, grabbing Hero by the throat. Hero, you son of a bit. To be continued.
1: Hey. <laughs> what's up buddy
0: <laughs> hey, hey special guest star david Different. anders
1: holy shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, i love special guest star david <laughs> anders oh man oh man adam's heading back to have fun with our friends and i'm sure he won't be mad at hero for long probably
0: <laughs> yeah we'll find out next week
1: oh, we sure will we sure will.
0: Smile and thumbs up.
1: Uh, oh, boy.
0: Yeah. Any overall thoughts on the episode?
1: Uh, It's great. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that weird future. Like you said, it, it just, it has so much in it where you're just like, what? How? When? Why?
0: I'd forgotten like, how interesting it was until rewatching it again. Now I'm just sitting here like, same. oh, well, this is an interesting point. And then this is an interesting point. And what's going on with this? You know?
1: Yes. Yes. Same. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty damn good, honestly. Yep. Um I'm I'm excited to see what Adam gets to do.
0: Dot, dot, dot.
1: You think we'll learn more about this Pinhurst? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> this Pinhurst? Pinhurst? Pinehurst? Uh As I, as I, as I just like toy with a pin in my hands like it's nothing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh boy, we're in for some great reveals coming up, folks. You just wait. Not oh, quite this, up, ep- not the goodness. next episode, but the episode after that, I think we get a big in. Oh boy.
1: It is the big in after that. Next week we get to fuck around with some other stuff. Uh, the week after that is big reveals. Mm-hmm. Oh good mm-hmm. lord. Good golly. Mm-hmm. Perhaps someone we've talked a lot about but haven't seen. Oh yes. Oh boy. Promises, promises. Stuff's coming your way. <laughs> you swear, alright? swear. We swear, guys. Alright.
0: But until then, mm. let's do our socials. I think it's my turn.
1: I think it, it is. Right.
0: You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Eclipsed Podcast. If you would like to follow our personal accounts, I am at that verb there. Burb with a B like Bridget. Bridget
1: deer. Bridget dear,
0: And Keisha is lady underscore snark. S-N-A-R-K. You can email us. We are eclipsepod at gmail.com, but if you'd like to get a hold of us the best way, join the Discord. Yep. Start a conversation. People will talk with you. We'll talk with you. Uh, Again, the question, what is your baby Noah theory? Yep. Because we never find out.
1: Or your favorite part of this weird future. Yeah. Talk to us about this weird future. Yeah. Yeah.
0: 100%.
1: Yeah. Because the present stuff's like, okay, fine. We're moving... The pieces. This mm-hmm. this future is just wild fucking what-ifs all over, and I love it. Because it's not
0: the doom and gloom that any of the other futures we've seen. Uh-uh. Not, not at, really. on the surface, anyway. mm mm-hmm. um, This is, like, it's kind of not terrible, but we know it's gonna end bad, so I don't know, you know. Future Peter thought it was terrible, at least.
1: Which, also, as we saw, he wasn't, let's say, not unhinged, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know... It's like I said, it's all about perspective,
0: so... So yeah, give yeah. us your theories about this. Go for it. I want to hear your favorite baby Noah, like I said, baby Noah.
1: Let's I'm discuss. I'm becoming more and more obsessed with it being real Noah Bennett by the hour, so...
0: hmm same. I love that theory. It's just like, <laughs> it's, it's wild and delight and could completely be true.
1: And something you wouldn't mention as exposition, because it would, like, confuse the child. Why would you do that? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, so... Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, go on your podcast app of choice. Give us a like and a rating. we A little comment on there if you want. Love to hear from you. Yeah. And I think that's it. We will see you next time. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Next time on Eclipsed, Peter starts a whole new sibling rivalry. Maya finds herself getting into a bit of a sticky situation. Uh, did you ever hear the one about the time traveler, the sidekick? And, uh, the samurai walking into a bar? And, uh, oh, also, Siler finds out that driver picks the music, shotgun shuts his cake hole. Tune in.